Hi friends, welcome to the Artist Blend. Today we are going to talk about the world of visual arts. So grab your mug. And let's get talking. This is our first episode. That's yeah. crazy. This Isn't is weird it? right now. It just feels like two guys on a screen and this I know. is real. I mean, we used to talk every day and now we live in completely different states. So yeah. we're used to talking to each other in screens, but now we're like, we have to structurally talk. Yeah, we have to mm. talk. I was going to say talk smart. I said talk smart. Talk smart. This is episode one, everybody. (laughs) Wow, I'm I'm a natural. Today, we are drinking a coffee that we'll tell you more about later, but it is um, the Carver Carver Coffee. Mm -hmm. The Carver Company. Carver Carver Coffee Company. Carver Coffee and Tea is what they're... Carver Coffee and Teas. I got this from a farmer's market uh, in Celebration, Florida. Uh, I met the Carvers. They are lovely humans. um, And... I don't want to spoil it, but I think they have a lovely coffee too. But we'll we'll I, give I it our so full too, thoughts we'll, at the end. We'll let it sit in the center. Yeah, we'll let it sit, if you will. We'll brew over it as I. As we'll I, brew. <laughs> we'll brew over it. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so anyone who does not like puns, leave now. <laughs> oh, get get out! This is not your kind of podcast. Get sorry, out! Not sorry. I mean, I'd love for you to stay, but you won't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's You'll just, just be like, point. why are they? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so talking about visual arts um yeah. obviously we are we are both uh people of the theater and live performance sort of thing so visual arts and uh museums and, and that mm. sort of thing is not really our forte but um that's the whole point of this podcast is for us to get a blend of artistry in our lives indeed, the artist blend yes. tm 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 um <laughs> so uh let's i guess start like what was your experience growing up with visual arts so my visual art experience growing up, uh, as we all did, the macaroni in like elementary school, like <laughs> Not that was the, the first. Ex- I mean, yes, it's true. We all like, yes. oh, hi, mom. Here you go. This is great. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> not gonna. This is not going on the fridge. <laughs> um, but uh, my parents used to take me to the Frist when I was really little. Mm. Uh, which, if for those of you who are not uh, Nashvilleian like myself in Tennessee, the Frist is the I would say the biggest art museum that Tennessee has. Um, But they have many, many different uh, displays and um, different artists on um, display that go through. But when I was really little, I really didn't get it. And um, Mm -hmm. I I just kind of was bored. I didn't really understand it. But now, um, now that I'm an adult, I still go back to the first. I also go to Cheekwood Estates and Garden. Ooh, I love Cheekwood. Right? I do, too. Yeah. Um, I go there now with my fiance, which is actually where I proposed to her. Fiance, <clears throat> I am fianced, betrothed, intended. Fianced. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have a wonderful art exhibit up in the uh, upstairs in the mansion, and it's really really mm-hmm. cool to go through. And as an adult, what I really like going through museums is basically interpreting what I feel from a painting or a piece of work mm-hmm. and seeing what the artist called it. And trying, trying not to necessarily figure out the artist, but figure out what what they felt in the moment when they were 
uh, yeah. painting potentially and I'm not one of those people that are like, yes, this painting has 43 brushstrokes, and therefore yeah. they were depressed that day. I don't know. Yeah. So, Who knows? Yeah. I mean, those people are out there, though, and, like, they are. kudos to them. I'm I don't like, understand. I'm like, how can you even tell? I just see Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have some fancy, really high-class artist come on here and tell us. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe like, remember that first episode where you insulted my kind? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So we, sorry. We just don't understand. Know. We want, we want to understand. It's the equivalent um, of Ratatouille's uh, food critic. He's just like, mm. oh my gosh, yes, Anton Ego. <laughs> yes, Ego. Ego. <laughs> yes, I I had a similar experience. Um, growing up, I I was super into into visual art. I thought I was going to be an artist. Um, yeah, a different kind of artist. But I thought I was going to be a, a painter. I really wanted to paint, cool. and um, I did all the art classes and yeah, like I fully was expecting to be an artist, um, particularly paint. I, I loved, as I got like in middle school, I was doing sort of impressionist stuff. I, I Mm. wanted to do abstract things like the weird, cool lines and stuff. And and then I just wound (laughs) up doing things that I love to do, but with a weird style, which then became, became impressionism. Um, but I was super fascinated with Van Gogh, Growing up, um, I love Starry Night. We had, um, I think it was, I think it was in elementary school. Um, we had an assignment where we had to recreate the um, Starry Night, or like I think maybe it was like any Van Gogh painting. But I remember I, I recreated Starry Night, uh, and then on a trip to DC in fifth grade um, with my school, I at the uh, literally my favorite painting, and I am sitting here not thinking of the name. Is it Van Gogh's? Um, Yes, it's Van Gogh's. It's the the cafe at night. Oh yes, I think it's. I think that's I literally that what it's called, yep. but in in French. Yep. Um, that one. It's my yep. favorite. Just like the way he used light to mm. just fill in this empty dark space, but only with blues and yellow. Like that's it. Yeah. But that was you, you oh, gorgeous. Yep. Oh, I loved it. I loved. Yep. I love how he sees the light. Yeah, it's always I, been my favorite um, thing about him. I love Van Gogh as well. I for whatever reason. I'm drawn more to Monet, which I think mm-hmm. Monet is like Van Gogh's cousin. Is how did I like you see it. Monet when it was at the Frist? I didn't. I didn't get it to was see it. I was so, so cool. It was I know. beautiful. I know, but uh, I like Monet's subtleness. Um, it was actually I was uh, recently in was it New York? Yeah, it was New York. Um, I went through and uh, one of the museums that's in New York. I think the museum mm-hmm. that's in New York. But uh, we the went through. Yeah, the Met. I went to the Met. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went through and we saw some uh, Picasso. Yeah, we saw some Picasso. And I found it hysterical that Picasso literally named his paintings. Like, I would describe a picture. It would be like, pot, bowl, plant. <laughs> like, and that's all that is. I'm a, yes. Like, it's, it's yep, that's exactly what it Correct. is. Correct. Right? <laughs> yeah. You, you did it. And I, I love it. <laughs> But I, I, too, love how artists can literally fill a flat two-dimensional space with so much light mm-hmm. and so much life and depth and feeling. Because, I mean, yeah. if, when you get to thinking about, like, books or paintings or things like that, they're flat two-dimensional things. Mm-hmm. But they paint such vast worlds within Yeah, them. whether it's and words or whether it's colors yeah, and textures. Exactly. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that. Um, yeah. But it's that a world that I... I feel like I feel like that's a world that neither of us fully understand, but we both mm-hmm. fully appreciate. We start, obviously any artist, any visual artist that's listening right now is like, yeah, you definitely don't understand, and that's fine because <laughs> we are okay. here to learn and exactly. to grow, and that's yeah. great. But I think mm-hmm. it's yeah, we both like um, 
We both appreciate it. And I did. You did not do the Van Gogh experience, right? I did not get to. No, but I know you. Okay. Did. So I yeah, wanted to hear for your those, thoughts on that. Yes, absolutely. That was one thing I, I wanted to talk about um, right. in particular. So obviously, me and my wife Elizabeth, we both love Van Gogh. Um, and so one uh, one day we were like the Facebook ads, you know, and I it was like the twenty thousandth time that I had seen the Van Gogh ad. Um, yeah, and it worked. I gotta <laughs> say, it worked. Um, and so we got tickets, and we had heard super mixed reviews. We'd heard like this is the best thing that ever has happened to art ever, and then we've heard like this is a literal trash. It's a waste of money. Don't go. Mm. So we were we were hopeful. We were a little mm. nervous, but. Um, we went and we had a blast. Mm. Uh, it was, you walk in and it looks like it's just this giant gift shop. Um, which like makes sense. You're going to sell all the merch you can, but there's, there was this right, right when you walked in, there was this giant sunflower, huge with petals Mm. falling everywhere. Um, on the floor, on the walls, it wasn't actually falling, but it was, um, was it, it projections? It was gorgeous. I yeah, there were some projections. There was it was a lot of it was mainly sculpture, okay. um, but I think there was some some lighting elements too. Nice. Uh, gorgeous lights everywhere. They had some really cool lighting lighting designers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you then you walk through and you see um, like biography on the walls and just kind of uh, his life story, literal timeline on a really really long wall. Yeah, and so and it also had the paintings attached to. Uh, that light, that oh, timeline, cool. so you could see awesome. in his life what he was experiencing, and then how it was reflected in art he was oh, creating at the time, which I really I appreciated. As a layman, I was like, "That's a wonderful way to show somebody progression and style yeah, and, and growth and all that." Um, and then, then we'd like turn the corner and like go, th- you know, like uh, meat lockers. They have the really tall, like plastic, thick things you have to like walk through. So yes. we, wa- it was essentially one of those. And I was like, well, are we about to die? Are we about to get murdered <laughs> right happening? now? It felt like a haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but we walk through, but Van Gogh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know Van Gogh. he's going to get you. <laughs> exactly. With his paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Death he's by sunflower. <laughs> I mean, he did go crazy. That might be a cool did, haunted yeah. house concept. I'm wait, like, how cool, like disorienting all the swirling colors and lights mm-hmm. and dark. If, that, could you imagine okay. if you did a Van Gogh and Picasso haunted house? Like, Oh, that's things amazing. Are just, like, morphed. Things are morphed and bad. and Oh, I that's like, amazing. What's the TV show that um, people talk about all the time? That's a haunted, it's like a continuous haunted season. But every American Horror is, Story? Yes, it feels like a yeah. American Horror Story season. It's like oh, visual that's art, cool. but twisted. Yeah. That would be cool. Like Night in the Museum are. Yeah. Somebody write that down. <laughs> Somebody get go. that done. Done. Um, Please come. Yeah. Us. So anyway, we 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 walked through the meat locker thing, thinking we're gonna die, um, and we I think we we walk in at the end of this like thirty minute loop, and so it's just colors everywhere and, wow. and bursting light and music mm-hmm. and this full orchestra and we're like <gasps> sensory overload, um, and then it all goes black and we're like what? Yeah. What? And then credits play and we're like. Okay, I think we chose a bad time to walk in. Yeah. So we just start walking around, but it's it's playing on every wall, every ceiling, every floor, mm. everywhere. It's a loop of this like thirty to thirty five minute show, yeah. um, and it's it's the paintings coming to life. It's mm. the sunflowers growing in the field, and it's his um, the bedroom that he draws. Um, it starts with like just lines and then shapes yeah. and colors, and it's it's his entire catalog. Um, with life breathed into it. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And one thing yeah. I found out on the way out is um, that 
David Korins, who is my all-time favorite scenic designer, mm-hmm. he uh, he designed Dear Evan Hansen's um, set. He did the set for Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He did um, all these incredible things. He did Beetlejuice, which yeah. oh. the projections in that. Oh. Crazy. I almost, um, I almost got to see it, but I didn't have nine hundred dollars for a ticket. The yeah, closing, especially once Sorry. they announced they closed. Yeah, yeah. And then Alex yeah. was back. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm nobody. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. Alex, like I know him. Yeah, Alex couldn't show up that night. You know, so. you know, Al, my yeah. friend Al. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please cast this um, in the tour. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I do not have ventricular folds. Yeah, it's okay. Neither do I. <laughs> um, Understood. But yeah. So, oh, but 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 David. Um, was like one of the head designers for the Van Gogh experience. And during, Mm -hmm. I found out, I I talked about it with a friend. um, And afterwards I found out from her that so many Broadway designers, scenic lighting uh, everywhere, all everything um, were involved with the Van Gogh experience because Mm -hmm. during COVID they didn't have anything else to do. Um, And so they all collaborated on this really cool project, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the credits were rolling. I was like, (gasps) David Corrin's. I, I love David Gorin's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and cool. but yeah, it was it was great. And one thing I learned afterward is that there were actually two different tours going on. So there was the oh, main wow. one that we saw, mm-hmm. and then there was, um, I guess, exhibitions would be the proper word. Um, but there was a smaller scale, smaller budget, slightly morphed version of the experience, and that mm-hmm. was the one that was getting all the bad reviews, from oh. what I understand. And I think that's why it was such a weird experience for some people and amazing for others. But we loved it. Um, we stayed for like two cycles of it, and nice. then which was only like an hour, but I felt like it was worth it because mm-hmm. we got to sit. I mean, there's so many different places to sit and look and mm-hmm. experience it from. But yeah, and then we like milled around. There was like some cool statues and some. It was like one of it was his self portrait. Um, oh yeah, I love that. the yeah like the 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 one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not the one where he had his ear cut off. It was a different no. one. <laughs> um, but it was that in 3D sculpture yeah. form. So it was coming oh, wow. out of the frame. Uh, cool. And it was really cool. So the other yeah. things that we saw. But it was like an hour and a half to two hour time that we spent there. And we loved mm-hmm. it. It was great. Nice. And it's funny yeah. that you put you put the timeline on there of an hour and a half to two hours. Because yeah. me and my fiance, we've been to the Frist, and mm-hmm. we were like, "About how long does it take to go through this exhibit?" And they're like, "Oh, maybe an hour." We mm-hmm. were there for four. Hours. Four. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it's well, partly it's because we stand at every painting and are just like, "Yeah, mm, do you see this? What do you see?" Because I yeah. mean, I I equate it to when we were kids looking at clouds and just trying mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, that looks like a turtle." No, it looks like yeah. this. But um, <laughs> we we really appreciate it. You're you were talking about the uh, Van Gogh experience, and mm-hmm. I know that um, Disney is releasing an animation one that's the same experience, but it does it's Disney animation, and it's coming here to Nashville. What? <clears throat> yeah. Wait, it's Van so, Gogh's work? No, no, no. It's di- like Disney, Disney, like original artistry and everything. Oh, like that. yes, 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 yes. I, yeah. I'm backing away because I'm no, screaming. Um, <laughs> yes, I saw this. I saw an ad for this, and I am mm-hmm. so excited. It's very uh, exciting yeah yeah that's um, so cool they're also they've um i was in new york and they were advertising it in the taxis which also that was my first time going to new york and taking a taxi so it mm-hmm. was very interesting to me um watching an ad while you're in the back of a car i was like what is this it's like a moving <laughs> tv i don't know they've made a monet experience just like van gogh's so i'm oh, hoping so cause cool. it's, it's starting in london i think right now 
and then it, yeah. it will probably it's kind of like the west end with theater they'll be like oh we're starting mm-hmm. it here and then we'll send it to broadway and we'll yeah. see how that goes because we yeah. both know how that can happen sometimes but anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story never mind yeah. anyway <laughs> um so that that's a quite exciting and also kind of cool because the public museums in a way are not as in with modern generations and things like that like everyone still goes and they're still open which is great it's a requirement for a lot of people correct and kids don't see it as as enjoyable because it's like oh it's a it's a museum but the people who do love it and that's wonderful but this is a way to experience art on a different because i didn't know about the timeline thing i think that's Mm -hmm. really really cool because personally i like to like try and imagine what they might have been going through so to like know what was happening in his life when he painted this would have made so much more sense and or been like oh wow that's really cool to see this Mm -hmm. within this painting so i i love it and also i knew i knew about the collaboration with many broadway artists and uh just Mm -hmm. artists in general during uh the pandemic in 2020 because of, of creating that and also just what a cool project to sort of create from nothing. Yeah, and I, I feel like part of the reason it was so successful is because as we're getting to a time where everything is in your face in 12 different formats all the time, yeah. um, it's, I mean, it's, it's sort of like what what's happening with libraries. Like, they mm-hmm. are becoming obsolete because we have so many different options for entertainment and um, <laughs> Google mm-hmm. and other things that are slowly making them obsolete. And so, yeah. obvi- like, culture is... It's great to see, like, culture fighting back to, to take back libraries, but... Um, oh. oh, I was so afraid that was going <laughs> to happen. Was. You, you looked like Gaston in that moment. You, the, you, like, raised the eyebrows and, like, the chin was like... Oh, yes, I thought, go. wow... That no was hilarious. No one sneezed like Gaston. No one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I will We're take both... a snapshot of that, and that's going to be like that's, the, that's the, the picture for this episode <laughs> is a meme, and it's like no one sneezes like Gaston. <laughs> but your question mark of like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what's, go- what's, what's going, going on? on? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes, libraries and, and things. And, yeah, but yeah, I, but yeah. I feel like this, these immersive experiences are a really cool way to introduce um, the youth. Yes. Uh, but also just like keep everybody, not just young mm-hmm. people, but like everyone mm-hmm. engaged in in art. And like, yes, it would be ideal for us to not have to... Um, to, to, to not have to compensate for a change and shift yeah. in a lack of attention span and being it's able true. to just walk around museums for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, f- I feel like it's a really cool compromise for yeah. to, to expose people to art um, while also still making it this really interesting interactive experience that they wouldn't have otherwise. Absolutely. Um, I think it's a nice it's a nice extension of the art world yeah. into the normal and public it's, world. It's like you were talking about with um, short attention span. Going back to my New York story, which I'm just touching on for a second. When I was okay. in the cab, the, the the TV that was in the cab, I found myself watching it instead of looking around at this mm. beautiful city and all the different things that I could see. And I felt like, oh, I can't do that. But it goes back to what one of our professors always talked about is, like, the moment you mm-hmm. introduce a screen, be it in a room, on a stage, or anything like that, a lot of yeah. people nowadays, their attention goes to that. Mm. But I, I like based off your description of the Van Gogh experience or any future ex- exhibits yeah. in that fashion is you're forced to look at the screen because that's mm-hmm. all there is to look at, but it's more, f- it's more fascinating than just 
flashy lights and buy this product and etc 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 so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's really cool i liked it a lot yeah well that's a whole that's a nice little van gogh thought um yeah, last the last thing well we talked about the i could have made that syndrome yeah um of everyone being brief, like i can make that thing. it's just yeah yeah i i feel like the big thing with that that we talked about before before we hit record today was mm. just like everybody a lot of people think that it's they can slap some red paint on a thing and draw a white box and that's it. And I'll sell it for $2 million. Nope. And yeah. And they can't. And the, that goes to like, you could attain that to anything in my opinion, mm. because if you see somebody playing piano, I could do that. Sure. If you worked for 12 years, just like that person did, you could do yeah. that. But we, we have um, mindsets sometimes as individuals to be like, that, that looks easy. I could do that. Well, yeah. It's not. You could do that. Yeah, I, I fully believe that you could, but um, no. <laughs> yeah, there was there was this video I watched that was breaking down that whole mindset of mm. I can do that art, mm. and it was it was like I don't know, it was like ten minutes, but it was really yeah. cool because it was just like let's talk about what you can do. Mm-hmm. Can you study textures of different brush strokes to decide what best reflects the right kind of shadow and gives you the type for this type of red and this type of setting with this type of lighting with this type of t- canvas and and all this stuff no 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 well, yes you can yes. you can you do can. anything yes but you cannot do it just as you are right now walk no. on the street and just do that no no no, no. <laughs> just like you and i could step onto a show with 24 hours prep if we had to because sure. of our training but other people are like i i can't even talk in front of my family yeah. <laughs> like, i don't know it's it's yeah. it's that i agree with the mindset of i could do that i could make that art that's a good title too uh, we should have them make our podcast episode but yeah <laughs> um, it's like our podcast cover art as yes. like stripped down i could make that art i could make that art I like that um We'll have a submission where people can send us what they think <gasps> our, our logo that. should be, right? That's cool. Wait, that's fun. It. We'll have a contest, maybe, and be like, yeah. hey, we'll, Wait, we'll like a it. contest for, like, merch and, like, put it on yeah, sweatshirts yeah. and stuff. I like that. So, also, you, if you want you, merch, yeah. let us know. Because, yeah, like, we'll we, make we don't know what we want yet. We'll make something, yeah. <laughs> and send us designs and things. Please. We want. We will actually really, really want to interact with you guys. Um, because we're both community-minded people. Uh, mm-hmm. especially um, Easton and his wife right now um, being in Florida the way they are. They're part mm-hmm. of a big community. And I'm part of a community of my own standing here in Nashville, Tennessee. But uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to we want to know whether yeah. you, you like us and how, what we should do different if we're laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm an Enneagram 3. I need to know if you like me. <laughs> oh, I'm Enneagram 9, so we're all just there we bouncing go. off of each other. So it's all good. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're you're a two three one right or a three? Wing uh, I'm two. a three wing four. Oh, okay, the other way. Yeah, I'm yeah. a nine wing. Yeah, one, I thought so. I was a wing two, and then mm-hmm. over time I was like, oh wait, I am a oh. definitely a wing four. Um, <laughs> uh, to close us out, what? Who yeah. is your favorite artist? My favorite artist is uh, like currently or old. Um, whatever, mm, whatever that question I'm, means to I'm, you. I'm gonna stick with Monet just because I really I could yeah. stare at his paintings for a very long time. So I like. Yeah, that. I yeah. know yours. Yours is Van Gogh. So. My, I, I feel like it's him or Sarah, or Sarah. Sarah. Um, I always forget about Sarah. Yeah, for oh, for yeah. my musical theater peeps, George yeah. Sarah, uh, Sunday in the Park with George, George, yeah. George Sarah. Um, what's his name? Beowulf. Beowulf, not Wolf. Bane. Beowulf. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah he's like incredible. Yeah, um, but with Sarah, like the we did um, going back to elementary school, we had like a mm. little assignment where we had to draw a pair. 
or draw. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. We had to create a pair with mm. uh, pointillism, all mm. the little dots put together, mm. and we had like one yellow and one green marker. And that was yeah. it. So we had to create this gradient of and create the effect of shadows and, and light and texture from just the two colors. Yeah. And I was fascinated with that. And then when I got into the theater world and I watched Sunday in the Park with George, the OG recording um, with Bernadette and, and Mandy and all them, um, I was just blown away. And then that took yeah. me back to elementary school. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that this man created an entire style of chromoluminism? Chromaluminarism. Oh, Chromaluminarism. All right, all right, don't hurt Yes, chromalum. <laughs> I always tell, so I'm not going to get into it, but I wasn't in the same program as Easton as long as he was. I have full confidence that if I was, I might have turned into more on the design side uh, mm. uh, with classes and things like that. But yeah. Well, anyways, let's wrap up this episode, shall we? Yeah. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's, let's um, wrap it up. The coffee. Oh, the coffee. The coffee. It was really good. I it loved was. it. I, I loved I'm not going to lie. I had this a sample of it at the farmer's market. Um, Mr. Carver gave me you. a sample. I know. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to try it on here. But it was great. And it is just as good with my pour-over set up, freshly brewed, freshly ground, what than it is What there. I like is the richness of not only the smell of the beans was really, really rich. I like. Oh, my it, gosh, yeah. But... Um, it has a, I'm probably using all the words. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, it has depth. I don't know. Coffee people are <laughs> like, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that's another thing we want to do is we, we want to become coffee snobs yes. through the course of this podcast. Yes. Not, but but uh, also humble. Snob snobs, but <laughs> like, humble we snobs. Don't, we don't do that. <laughs> humble snobs. I do, I do want to, to um, slowly, not slowly, I don't want to drink ground coffee from the store anymore. I want to grind Correct. my own coffee now. Um, from that one and I want yeah. I had like a couple bags uh, and I was waiting to do I couldn't use the whole beans until mm. this podcast so mm. now that I have them and can continue to use the Carver's Kilimanjaro blend I yes. I will do it yes um, every morning yeah. good and coffee. it's actually kind of a I find it a therapeutic experience to be roasting yeah or not roasting it's but nice. to, to pour over it's like okay I have the to process. wait here for five minutes so it forces me to slow down in the morning. It's a nice Instead routine. Instead of being like, ah, I got to run, uh, as yeah. we all do in this busy, busy world. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, so if you want some, you can use our referral link that's going to be in the show notes. Um, or you can just use a coupon code, The Artist's Blend, for 10% off, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, the Artist's Blend. So the A-R-T-I-S-T-S Blend. Yes. And you definitely want to check them out. They're great people, great company, great coffee. And just like you guys, they're good beans. So we should go and support them. So definitely drink check out these that good link. beans, everybody. Drink them, everyone. Do it now. Yeah, he said. Yeah, he said that this year, twenty twenty three, is their tenth year. Small yeah. business support. We love it. Yeah. Um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, be sure to yes. review us anywhere that you find this podcast because we're sending it into the ether, and we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. You can find. And we don't us know what on... we're doing. I know we don't at the moment, but we'll get there. <laughs> we're we'll get there. It's we're okay. learning. Um, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. If you want one of us to talk and not the other, well, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Easton. <laughs> I like Austin's voice no, better. No. It sounds like Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say that. It's okay. Yes. Um, but you can find us on Instagram at the Artists Blend. Uh, that's the Artists Blend. And you can also find us on TikTok, and uh, yeah. we have a YouTube as well. So look yeah, for us. If you come, yeah, go ahead. 
if you're if you are listening to this on an audio place like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, and you like to have video in your life, we're on YouTube. And if vice versa, if you're watching this on YouTube, hey, we'll give Hi. you a little wave. Yeah, um, you get to, you get listen to, see to the us. Real show. Yeah, you get to, yeah, all the facial expressions <laughs> and stuff. We're lively. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you prefer video, we got YouTube. If you like audio, yeah. stay where you're at. That's yeah. fine too. But on that note, uh, not only do we want to drink better coffee, but we would like to end every episode with the following phrase. So this is the first time that we're doing it, but I'm going to say it, and it's going to be great. So be mm-hmm. good beans and drink good beans, everybody. It's going to be yes. good. Yes. Yeah. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. The Artist's Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's infamous adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.